Welcome back to another episode on the Expand Your Awareness podcast. My name is Aaron Dowdy, and today we're going to be talking about story archetypes. What does that mean? Story archetype. This is something I actually recently talked about in a Q&A that I did, and it's been a game changer for me in my own life, and it's understanding how our story is creating our life experience. So every single one of us has a certain story and a certain character, a certain type of archetype for a way that we identify ourselves. And the way that we see ourselves is a story that we stay consistent to whether we're aware of it or not. And these three archetypes will help you to understand maybe where you are. And I'm going to share with you how to shift from one of these archetypes to another like I did. I went from one type of mindset to a completely different type of mindset as I went through what some people call a spiritual awakening. Um, as I pretty much just became more aware of the intimate correlation between what I'm thinking and what I'm feeling and uh, what I'm experiencing. So seeing that correlation made a huge difference. And I want to just share that really the way we view ourselves, our self-image is something we'll always do everything we can to stay consistent to. So have you ever seen a movie that you watched that you felt really identified with the main character or one of the characters. Maybe you watched it and you saw a certain character and you really like them. One of the reasons you may really like them is you really identify with them in a certain way. Maybe you identify with their story. I liked, uh, I loved the books like a lot of people did, the books Harry Potter. But Harry Potter grew up kind of living in a little closet. Uh, not to, I mean, this might sound kind of funny, but me and my brother kind of lived in a similar way. Uh, me and my brother lived in... Uh, my dad was a firefighter, so he wasn't home very often. We had the, uh, if you know my story, then kind of had like an abusive ex-stepmom. Um, and she, we were kept on one side of the house and there was like a cage because it was called like the mother-in-law's quarters. So me and my brother were in there and it had like its little own kitchen. So we were, we were allowed to have like one box of cereal for the week, you know, so we were kind of malnutritioned and stuff, but we kind of lived in that kind of, uh, in that kind of environment where we didn't, you know, we didn't really have much inside of that room. Um, we had these little fold bed things that I don't even know what they're called. They're like these little things. I think they were big in the 90s, but they're like these little things that fold out. That's what we slept on. So they weren't even really beds. Um, and that's how we lived up until my dad divorced her when I was 15. And all of a sudden we had all this freedom. But before that, very controlled. And when I watched that movie, uh, Harry Potter or read the books, I really identified because the way that the Dudleys, which are Harry Potter's like muggle parents uh, treated him. That was kind of how me and my brother were treated for a period of our life. And uh, it's something I identified with. So when I saw that, I was, uh, I identified with it. I identified with Harry Potter and I just kind of felt like I have magic in myself as well. Like I'm sure everyone did. I mean, Harry Potter is one of the uh, biggest books, movies of like all time. So I can imagine that. But yeah, that was my, what was your favorite character? Uh, Mine was Harry Potter. I really identified with the main character. Um, I've always felt like it's my mission to share these ideas. So in a similar way to Harry Potter, you know, uh, and it's, it's, it, when we watch certain movies, there's a certain dynamic that we enjoy when we watch the movie. Sometimes we watch a movie and we see the character go from one to the other. They go from one archetype, which I'm going to share with you in a minute, the different main archetypes, but it's very simple. They're pretty much every movie has some level of it. And what we see is we see the person transform. And when they transform, We see them go into a totally different uh, mindset. We see them experience a certain amount of success. And that is something that is fun 
to watch or fun to uh, fun to be a part of. And we identify, we're inspired by it. Movies that we're really inspired by are normally movies where the main character goes through some type of transformation. And in the same way, we are in our own movie and we can learn how to transform ourselves with these archetypes that I'm going to share with you. So first off, be aware of maybe any movie before I give them to you. Be aware of any movie that you really identify with the main character. You identify with them. That's the main key because we can always watch like Superman and be like, oh, I love Superman. Um, he's my favorite character. Maybe I'm like Superman. Uh, but the key is being aware of maybe the story that you really identify with. And as you look at that, that'll kind of give you clues to how you view yourself and how and what archetype you may be in. So think about what that is, and now I'm going to start explaining the archetypes. There's three main archetypes for the way that we see ourselves, and in the way also in every single movie that we've pretty much ever seen. And one of them is that of what we call the victim. Now, the victim archetype or the victim character in a movie is normally the one that needs to be saved. A victim is the one that doesn't necessarily feel like they have the power. It is the one, what's coming to me right now is if you've seen the movie Limitless with Bradley Cooper where he takes, I mean, it's not really a movie of transformation because he takes like a pill and he takes a pill and then all of a sudden he's got all these mind powers and stuff and it makes him like a totally new type of person. But in general, imagine he did that without the pill. Imagine he just like transformed himself through thinking or something like that. You see him in the beginning of the movie. He's kind of like a leaf in the wind. He's kind of like the victim. He's the guy that can't get the book deal. And he's got all, you know, he, he got, he's got this desire, but he's kind of let himself go. He's got like long hair, really messy, small apartment. Um, and you can just tell he's not happy. He's kind of depressed. That's his character. It's kind of more of the victim role. And there's the victims. Imagine they need to be saved or they have a certain story that kind of keeps them in a certain way. And I say this not from on the top of the mountain like I'm the king of the hill. I say this because that used to be my story. When I came outside of like that experience I'm telling you about when my dad divorced my ex-stepmom when I was 15, all of a sudden me and my brother had all this freedom. We were allowed to have friends. We weren't allowed to have friends before that. It was just me and my brother. We were a lot of times locked outside, had to work a lot. Um, we weren't allowed to really go to school activities. We had to earn school activities. And if we got in trouble to, for the dumbest things, we'd have to admit to lies that we didn't do lies to things that we didn't say. We'd have to admit to it. Or we weren't able to go to like band competition or we weren't able to go to like forensics debate, for example, uh, school was like a privilege in, in her eyes. So because of that, um, all of a sudden we had all this freedom, but there was still this underlying victim mentality that I had for many years because there was a lot of pain and uh, uh, of the uh, abuse, physical abuse, plus the the kind of like the restriction that we had. So I looked at that and I was like, huh, I felt this this kind of like underlying, unsettling feeling that, oh man, I feel like I should be experiencing or I, I should be able to let this go. And I felt that kind of victim mentality. So I've been there. I understand how it is. Sometimes people, uh, some people look at me and they see how positive I am and they see my lifestyle and they assume that I was kind of given everything on a silver platter, like the silver spoon or something like that. And I say it because I know how it is. And most people have been through more pain than you can even imagine. A lot of people have been through pain in some level, just in different forms. So I just want you to know that I get it. I understand. So when I say the victim mentality, I'm not talking down on it or I'm not like, um, I, I just don't, what I want to do as well is I want to wake you up to understand that you can let go of the story. Yes, maybe some bad things happen, but you can choose to let them go. You can choose to see them as something. I'm going to share with you exactly how to do that. Uh, later in this video as well. But in general, basically, what it is is the victim mentality is the one that needs to be saved. 
It's the one that is kind of more like a leaf in the wind, isn't going through life and in the, even in a movie and, you know, dynamically creating what they want or intending for it. It's just kind of things that happen. Now, the other perspective is the one that we all desire to be like. That is the hero. In every movie, there is normally some type of hero. And the hero is the one that claims their power. The hero is the one that is able to intend for things to happen and then experience it. The hero is the one that's able to add value to other people, to save other people, or to make something happen. And the hero is the one, the archetype, that we all have the ability to be. Now, when I share the hero archetype, understand that you can become the hero the moment you decide that you're going to move from maybe it's the victim mentality into the hero mentality. You have the same potential, and the way that you do that is something I'm going to be sharing with you in a little bit, but that is the key, is being aware of that hero mentality. So Harry Potter is kind of like the hero, is the main character in that of Harry Potter is like a hero, saving everyone else, right? Or just able to go through and is on a journey, a quest to find himself and also to help other people and to go on this journey of defeating Voldemort. So that is kind of a perspective of the hero's journey. And it's a journey. It's not just a one-time thing. It's a journey. Then the other archetype is the villain, the bad guy, the one that is um, that normally has the, the resistance around them or people don't agree with them or maybe the people don't understand that person. But sometimes you can still have empathy for the villain as well. I know there's certain movies I watch where you kind of have empathy, where you see someone that's been through a lot of pain and then experiences and is the villain, and you kind of sympathize with them a little bit. Like when you look at, uh, what was was that, Black Panther? Black Panther, it was a great movie. Uh, one of the main characters, the guy that's, uh, his name is Michael Jordan in real life, Michael B. Jordan, I believe, is his middle initial. But anyways, he is the bad guy in the movie, but he's also somebody that was very a troubled youth. And probably a lot of people that are villains, even in real life, are people that were troubled or had like a harsh childhood. So maybe that is what they, the way they are. But nonetheless, he was, when he was young, his dad was killed in front of him. And it was something that he, he was left from his tribe in Africa uh, that had like, you know, all these abilities and stuff like that. All these, um, it's like a superhero movie. But he's left in like Compton or something like that uh, in LA, kind of in the ghetto. And he's left there to kind of fend for himself. And his dad is, you know, killed in front of him when he was like a toddler or very young. So that probably, you know, influenced his mindset. And then he's the villain. But you kind of sympathize with him because he was left there by the tribe and nobody came and got him. So, of course, maybe he developed that level of, uh, of, of pain and it may transmute. So you kind of sympathize with villains as well sometimes. But some people go in real life from the certain archetype to another. So, for example, I've shared this before, but Tiger Woods went from that of the hero to the villain because he cheated on his wife and people started to view him in a negative light. So now because of that, he kind of has had to fight that role of being the villain or being the bad guy. Some people thrive on being the bad guy, though. You've got people like maybe... Uh, Dan Bilzerian, who's got more of an edgy personality. He's like a social media guy. Um, he's always like on boats and stuff and has a lot of money and kind of lifestyle a lot of people wish they lived. Uh, but he can sometimes appear to the villain to some people. Um, people like John McAfee, for example. Um, someone like that appears to be the villain to a lot of different people just because of his mentality and the way, the way he is. Um, and other people as well. So in general, that can also be moved. And it does sometimes move. Like recently, 
in the beginning of this year, I don't know if you guys remember uh, Logan Paul. Uh, Logan Paul is a huge vlogger. I think he's got like 17 million followers on on YouTube and like a social media star. He was at the top of his game in December of 2017. And he was just like, really, he was like the growing faster than any other YouTuber. All this momentum, all this... Uh, all this energy moving him in a certain direction. And what happened was in a split second, he went from the hero in everyone's eyes in everyone's eyes to the villain because he made a dumb decision. He went into the he was traveling in his vlogs. He did daily vlogs on YouTube. And he lives kind of this edgy lifestyle where he's always doing, you know, unique things for entertainment for people. And he took it a little bit too far. He went to a suicide forest in Japan. And when he was there, he, uh, he went to the suicide forest. He took a thumbnail with a dead guy in the back hanging. So it's very edgy, something he shouldn't have done. It's obviously a dumb decision. And when he did that, that came out, and it went multi, multi, multi-viral. It, even, it went beyond YouTube, and it went into Dr. Phil was talking. Everyone was talking about it. Because in a moment, millions and millions of people went from seeing him as the hero, as this amazing guy that's like the most entertaining person ever, to seeing him as the villain, as this bad guy. And you see now, when I see him now, and I'm not saying this in a judgmental way, but when I see him now, I can tell that it's definitely weighed on him. It's that he's not the same as he was before because he's, his story has changed. He has gone from the guy, and part of it, too, could have been, it could have been maybe the ego coming in a little bit too much. So, so what happened was is sometimes when people get like that, things kind of happen like that. They manifest themselves that way to put you off that kind of pedestal in a way. Because he may have been identifying too much with it. I don't know for sure, and I'm not judging him. I'm just saying I do notice that it happens a lot with, with certain people if they identify too much with the success that they're getting. Uh, but nonetheless, he's gone from that kind of mentality of being the hero to more of the victim or the villain. And I can see him now trying to get out of it. I can see, and I, 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 you know, I hope the best for him, but I'm just saying I can see the story and how people's stories change and how certain narratives change. And any moment we can go from the victim or the villain into the hero. And that's something that I did because when I went through all that pain, I had a victim mentality for years. But then what I, what I did is I observed that pain and I transmuted it. So the way that you change your story is by transmuting the pain and seeing that the pain led you to developing the character and the ability to transform yourself in a powerful way. So I transformed myself and instead of all those painful things that happened in the past, I started to know that those things didn't happen to me. Those happened for me. All of those negative things happened and allowed me to transmute that pain because now I have those reference experiences to help other people go through the same thing. Imagine having a guy on YouTube that's like, you know, teaching consciousness who's always had everything work out perfect for him. It's a little bit harder to relate to, but sometimes I share my story, not because I'm still, it still weighs down on me, but because I know that people can relate to it. And if you, if you see someone else who's done something, that's maybe transmuted the pain, maybe you feel at the same time encouraged to do so. So at any moment, you can change your story by identifying more with everything that happened as it happened for you. It happened for some positive reason, even if that positive reason is you come out stronger and you can help other people. But the other thing I did is I started to direct my life in a powerful way. I started to see myself as the hero. I'm not saying I'm better than anyone else, but I see myself as the hero of my own movie. Many people are intending to be the cameo in everyone else's movie. Many people are kind of a leaf in the wind and letting things happen to them. Things don't happen to you. Things happen for you. And when you start to take more direction in your life, more 
uh, conscious ability to go in a certain direction, you intend to more, things in your life will start to happen for you in a very powerful way. But the key to this is to direct it yourself. And when you do that, when you start to have intention for yourself rather than intention of what your family has for you, what your job has for you, things start to happen in a very powerful way. I made that choice back into, uh, it's almost been exactly a year. I filmed this in August right now of 2018. And I left my old job in August in 2017. So it's been a year. And I consciously decided that I was going to develop my own work ethic. I was going to become my own boss. And as I did that, that created my own reality for me. And I viewed myself as the hero, as the one that's paving the way for myself. It was the mindset shift that I made. And you can make the same mindset shift as well. So when you look at any character that you've ever liked in a movie, a lot of times the great movies are people that have transformed their roles. They went from the victim role. They went from the role of these things happen to me. And they went into the role where they are the hero. And they transform themselves. And in those transformation type experiences is where you really identify with the character in a powerful way. And it's what you desire to be more like. But in a similar way, you can be the hero of your own movie. You don't have to, if you're attracted to someone else, don't view it as you are trying to get into their frame, into their movie, because they'll feel that off of you. Be in your own movie, and every, everyone else is a cameo. And as you have that perspective, you'll find that things happen more for you because you're not giving away your power or giving away your energy. But understand, you are already whole and complete. And as you start to take on the characteristics of you being the hero of your own movie, that will become the reality for you. Now, the key with all of what I'm saying right now is to not identify too much with anything, though. Just be aware of the story that you tell yourself. You can move it from the victim role to that of the hero role, but don't identify too much with even the hero. The hero is the best version you can be, but doesn't have to be the best you compare to everyone else. You don't have to identify so much with it because sometimes in that identification, in that attachment, we create resistance. And we might be someone that gets a crazy amount of success, but if we identify too much with it, kind of like I saw Logan Paul do, it may, in a way, kick you off that pedestal. And the key is to not identify with it and to know that you are the best version you can be. And as you have that perspective, it's much more graceful. It's almost like you allowed yourself to manifest with the universe rather than you thinking you're egotistically doing everything. It changes the energy dynamics of it. So in general, you can switch the perspective you have and the story that you tell yourself by being aware of the archetype you identify with. And if you identify with more of the victim, then you can switch it to that of the hero by claiming the things that have happened in the past, knowing that they made you stronger by reframing why they happened and seeing it from a new point of view and then moving forward and directing your life in a powerful way by having direction, by making choices as the hero version of you and deciding that you are no longer going to be the cameo in anyone else's movie. You are going to be how you prefer to be. Know that you are already whole and complete. Know that nobody else can really take that power away from you and nobody can make you the victim. You can choose to be the hero. It really is a matter of choice. And as hard as that may sound, sometimes that might sound a little bit harsh. The truth is, is if we don't allow people to put us in a box or to put us in that role of a victim, it won't become, the, it won't become that reality. There's times when people may say something to me like, oh, that seems unfortunate. And I'm like, no, it's not. It just is what it is. Like it doesn't have, there's no story that has to go along with it. 
you know? It's like if something small happens, it's just it is what it is. You figure it out and you move on. And with that story of knowing that we can always trust the universe, that's when everything really begins to change. And that's when that momentum keeps on going. This is about momentum. And if you have a story that you don't prefer, you can change it by identifying more with the best version of you, allowing yourself to feel the emotions that you had in the past. Don't resist it. Allow yourself to feel it and then choose to let it go or choose to transmute it. And start to see yourself as empowered. See yourself as the hero. Because as you see yourself as the hero, you will attract things easier than ever because you're embodying more of the best version of you. So with that being said, let me know what you think of today's podcast episode by responding to me on my newest Instagram post. I've been doing 20-minute versions of these, and my intention is to do more than just once a week. If you'd like me to do more than once a week, let me know on Instagram. Also, you can follow me on Instagram where I take questions or ideas for the podcast. I also post live Q&As there quite often. It's Aaron underscore Dowdy 44 for Instagram. You can also follow me on YouTube, but most likely you follow me already on YouTube if you found me. Uh, YouTube is the main bread and butter where I do daily content there every single day, 15 to 20 minute videos, many times meditations as well. That's on Aaron Dowdy. And other than that, I want to thank you for being here. Pretty soon you're going to hear music in the background. I'm going to get some music done for this. And I want to start doing two or three a week. But let me know because if you like this, I'll do two or three a week or more. And if you'd rather just me do one a week, maybe a little bit longer form, let me know as well. Um, But I'm thinking the more consistently I'm able to do it, the more you'll enjoy it and the better I'll get at it. So it's all win, win, win all the way around. So other than that, remember you are powerful. You are the hero of your own movie. And you can choose to do that right now. So with that being said, I'll talk to you on the next video or the next podcast, whatever this is, and I'll talk to you later. Peace, much love, and namaste.